With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan of the Danettes, including Fritzy. Dan Patrick Show. Pumpkin Spice Maple Moonshine is now available. You can go to danpatrick.com. And if you signed up for the newsletter, you got a heads up first, but it's available. Just go to danpatrick.com. And all the instructions there of clicking on, and you'll be able to order your tailgate moonshine. Once again, uh, when the supplies are out, that's it until the next batch, which will be uh, around the holidays. We'll have a new batch of tailgate moonshine, but the pumpkin spice maple moonshine is available for you. Stat of the day brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. First hour brought to you by the world's best going to Santa Anita, the Breeders' Cup World Cup Championships, November 3rd and 4th. The countdown begins. Get tickets today. Breederscup.com. Lot to recap. Rangers roll into the World Series. We say goodbye to the Astros, and the Diamondbacks have forced a Game 7 in Philadelphia. The Vikings. The Vikings are back. The Vikings beat the Niners 22-17. Kirk D. Cousins was awesome last night, and now we start to speculate. Are the Vikings going to be maybe a wildcard team this year? The Lions lose. The Vikings win. And now we start to look at the Vikings and we look at their schedule and we go, hmm, Bears aren't good. Maybe the Packers aren't good. And maybe, just maybe, they could get in in a wild card spot. Now they have Green Bay coming up. They also have Atlanta. They have the Saints. They have Denver. They have the Bears. They have the Raiders. They have a bye week. They have hope. And Justin Jefferson didn't even play last night. Jordan Addison was wonderful. Came out of high school, Notre Dame, wanted him to be a defensive back, went to Pitt to be a wide receiver, and one of the first players to take advantage of NIL when he transferred to USC, and now with the Minnesota Vikings. It was a great performance by Minnesota. Here's uh, Kirk D. Cousins talking about Jordan Addison's touchdown right before the half. Bring a blitz there, and, and they were kind of zeroed out in the back end, and uh, I had to throw it earlier than I wanted to, and I didn't really know where to lead him. And so I was like, I don't want to overlead him. And then what I did was I underled him. And so you allow the DB then to undercut it. And I thought it was getting picked. And uh, Jordan, I still don't quite know. I haven't seen it in slow motion. I still don't know how Jordan came away with it. And then because they were kind of zeroed out, once he pulls away, there's nobody left. So a big, big time play by him. Yeah, it should have been another interception. And Cousins got picked off in the uh, first uh, series in similar play uh, with those two players, Ward and Addison. And uh, Ward took it away the first time. Addison took it away the second time. Brock Purdy, not Purdy, talked about the loss. You know, two in a row, it's the NFL. You know, every team is good. It doesn't matter who you're going against, what the record is or anything like that. We didn't come into the week taking this team lightly. We knew it was going to be a hostile environment. It was going to be a great challenge. Our defense was really good. Kirk Cousins is really good. So it's like, for us, we came in with the right mindset. We just got to execute better. But for me, a second one in a row hurts, obviously. But we just got to be better and got a big one ahead this week, too. So All right. 
So that was an MVP candidate a couple of weeks ago. Maybe not as much now. Two interceptions, final two drives, and they could have won this game. Kirk Cousins is one of two quarterbacks since 2019 to throw for at least 378 yards against the 49ers. The other quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, week seven of 2022. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the program. Diamondbacks, Phillies, game seven tonight, NBA. And we open up the season, Lakers, Nuggets. Lakers are five-point underdogs. The Suns against the Warriors. We'll talk some basketball with big shot Bob Ory, Robert Ory. Shaq came out and said Robert Ory should be a Hall of Famer. We'll discuss that a little bit later on. Giannis signed an extension with the Bucks, And, boy, that's great news. It's almost like Albert Pujols, where the Cardinals got his prime, didn't spend, they didn't overspend for Albert Pujols. The Angels overspent for Albert Pujols. But you get Giannis for a few more years. Dame Lillard will be probably close to the end of his career, or certainly at the very end of his career. And then he can decide. He can survey the landscape and go, do I want to stay here? Maybe sign a two-year deal and then get another. There's something called the over 38 rule. And it's in the collective bargaining agreement that limits teams from offering contracts lasting four more years to any player who is at least 38 years of age or will turn 38 during the contract. And I saw where this could affect Giannis, but he's not over 38. So I don't know. There's two contracts that he could have. Now, do you have the official language on this, the interpretation of this, Paul? Yeah, it's a way, it's a CBA thing that the players union agreed to. It's a way to avoid, like, you can't offer LeBron James at 39 years old a five-year deal that he has no intention of honoring on the court. You know, it's a way of, like, almost circumventing the cap or the spirit of the rules. It's uh, it's weird because you th- wouldn't think the players would like it. It used to be 36 years old, mm-hmm. and it bumped up to 38. Yeah, it's it a- says because of the over-38 rule... Giannis can sign a short-term deal again with the Bucs in 2026 and another four-year extension in 2028. You know, you get the cap that gets bigger, and it's about money. He did have a funny quote where he said, you know, money's not important. This goes back to NBA Media Day. Here's Giannis talking about the importance of money. It did not make sense to sign a contract right now, you know, like, because money is not important. A lot of money is important. <laughs> so I'm going to sign it next year. That's a, <laughs> Money's not important. A lot of bleeping money is important. I love it. And, you know, credit the Milwaukee Bucks with what they've done in the offseason. You know, you, you get Giannis signed three more years. You bring in Dame. Yes, you lose Drew Holiday. You know, the Boston Celtics are probably the team to beat in the East. At least those are the preseason odds. And out West, it still looks like it's the Denver Nuggets. But we'll talk some NBA coming up a little bit later on. Your phone calls are always welcome. Operator Tyler is standing by. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Good morning. If you're watching on Peacock, thank you. That's our streaming partner and radio affiliates around the country. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. Seton O'Connor with the poll question duties today. Uh, let's see. Paulie just sent this one over, uh-huh. uh, which is fun. Um, iffy September team that has the best chance to make the playoffs. Okay. Do you have some candidates? As a matter of fact, we do. Okay. So these are the teams that started out slow. Yeah. Okay. Say the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Very They're sitting chance. at, uh, what, three and three? And they got the Niners right coming now. up. Most yeah. must win game of the weekend? They actually, the Bengals actually have a very tough schedule the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, you got the five and two Jaguars. Okay. At five and two, it feels tough to call them iffy, but. Well, what did they start out at? They were one and two. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think you have to have a larger sample size before I can say you didn't start well, but you have a really good chance. We could remove the Jags because the AFC I mean, South seems a layup drill. No, the, the Jags made the playoffs last year. Yeah. Won a playoff game. All right, let's take them out. Okay. How about the 3-3 three and three Jets? Yes. Yeah. Yes, playoffs yeah. or yes? Yes, playoffs. Yeah. Well, the fact that we're looking at them as a possible, I don't know, it just feels like maybe we're moving past the Zach Wilson. Remember they wanted to get... Zach Wilson, or they wanted to get uh, Kirk T. Cousins to replace Zach Wilson. 
And I kept saying, see what you have in the kid. And Minnesota's not trading Kirk T. Cousins. And certainly not trading him now. Who else? How about your Pittsburgh Steelers? Yes. Four and two? Yeah. They're looking good. Sure. That's a tough division, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Especially with the Bengals. Yeah. At three and three. Yeah. It's weird that the Bengals are very much a playoff team and in last place there. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we come down to uh, your Vikings. Yeah, of course. They got Kirk D. Cousins. Vikings have a, have an easy schedule moving forward. They have the Lions, Falcons, and Bengals, but then they also play the Bears, Broncos, Packers, Raiders, Saints. <laughs> That's a lot of wins right there. I know, but they're at Green Bay, at Atlanta, I think, at Denver, at the Raiders. Uh, so th- those aren't given. You know? They're not given, but they're friendly. Er, yeah, friendly, er, er. And then they have a bye week after that. I mean, compared to the Bengals, right? The Bengals have the Chiefs, 49ers, Ravens, Jaguars, Browns. They still play the Steelers twice. Mm. They ha- And then they have the Colts and the Vikings. Yeah. New look Vikings. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Paulie. It was a great night for Cousins to poo-poo the I can't play in prime time. He did some nice poo-pooing there. Imagine if you're someone who's never watched football, like never watched the NFL and tuned in and said, Man, this Vikings quarterback, he's lights out. He's killing them all game. Well, Troy Aikman said he's ah. a top 10 quarterback. <laughs> he's like, I love Kirk Cousins. He's a top 10 quarterback. He looked fantastic. I would like to know uh, Troy's top 10, just so I know who he's taken out. Because, you know, we would always do this all, oh, this guy's a top 10 player of all time. And then I'd go, all right, well, let's run down the list because are you dropping Larry Bird out of your top 10? You know, is uh, uh, magic coming out of your top 10 here? Yes, Todd. And he's got that nerdy thing going. They put the chain around his neck in the post-game interview. He's got to love Kirk Cousins. <laughs> and he uh, talked about the pregame song that now they've adopted the Creed song higher. And uh, Kirk Cousins talked about this. Big to get a win. And, um, and I got to say it, you know, Creed. I'm getting my ankles taped pregame because I try to get them taped as late as possible. And I'm sitting there on the table and suddenly it comes on. And Garrett Bradbury's doing some body work next to me. And he goes, forget this. I got to go with, go enjoy this with the boys. So he then gets up and goes in the locker room. And I get my ankle state and we go in there. It's just, it's really good morale. And then we go to, we go to pray in the corner of the locker room. Then you guys that want to pray and, and we go prayer, you know, over here. And so we had to turn the creed off and Harrison Smith made a great point. He said, guys, this is the prayer. And I thought that's, that's pretty good. So, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep playing. But they keep playing higher and I'm going, Creed has a, a lot of hits. They got a good catalog. We don't have to only play higher, but they're taking us higher, so we'll take it. Okay, divine intervention there. I thought the Rangers, they had cornered the market on Creed songs here. Now the Vikings. Are. We're in the middle of a Creed <laughs> renaissance right now. I don't know if you guys are realizing this. But... Get on the bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Paul. There's no bigger sure thing in sports history than the fact that Kirk Cousins knew Creed's entire catalog. Of course he did. And probably celebrates them yearly. Yeah. Like He, he, he thinks we're nuts that we're new to this. Hmm. All right, what other poll questions do we have? Well, we could stick with Kirk Cousins right there. Uh, Kirk Cousins is. Is this a Paulie special? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. A great quarterback. Okay. Frustrating. Good, not clutch. <laughs> other. You can pick one of those. But he, you don't have all the above, do you? No. Okay. Um,. I mean, he's good. He is. He's not clutch, though. Dang, you're going good but not clutch? Well, the numbers show that when he's in prime time. I mean, does that constitute if you're clutch or not? Dang. You're in big games if you're in prime time. GNC, good, not clutch. Good, not Classic clutch. Classic GNC guy. Yeah. Total G. I mean, he's not great. One in three in the postseason as a starter. Yeah. That hurts. He's, he's, he can be really good. He's just not consistently really good. Do I think he, he's one of those guys where you look at his numbers and you go, man, but is he a top 10 quarterback? <laughs> this is, this is just based off last night. Oh, of course. I love the recency bias. The Vikings are making the playoffs and Kirk D. Cousins, great quarterback. Right. Wasn't it before <laughs> the game? The Vikings were basically a yard sale. Yeah. And uh, now they're playoff contenders. <laughs> I, I was watching pregame, and uh, Shefty was talking about they're not going to move Kirk Cousins, but uh, Daniil Hunter, they might, their best pass rusher. And I'm thinking, okay, you keep your quarterback, 
And I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings re-signed Kirk Cousins. I, I really wouldn't. Um, and then maybe drafted a quarterback. But the Vikings, you know, they, they put pressure on you. I think they lead the league in sacks. You know, the problem has been the offense. They have a lot of turnovers. But you didn't, you know, they didn't get hurt with turnovers last night. And you end up winning that game because of that. But if you're the 49ers, okay, who lost more? Hmm, trying to think the right word. How about goodwill? The Lions or the Niners? The Lions get blown out by Baltimore. And the Niners lose to Minnesota. Both games on the road. Who lost more goodwill this weekend? Yeah, Seaton? Definitely the Lions. Okay. The Lions, I mean, 49ers has a, have a track record uh, of winning. Okay. The Lions haven't seen that in a long time. All right. Anybody think uh, otherwise there? Yes, Todd. I think the Niners, we were all on the Brock Purdy. He wins every game, and all of a sudden they've lost two in a row against a question. Are you Viking off the team. Niners bandwagon? Not just yet. They're still one of the top teams in the league, are but you, there should be some concern. They lost two games in a row. Are you still on the Lions bandwagon? I am. Okay. All right. Niners. Marvin, Niners apologist. How do you feel today? You know what? It's It was a tough loss, but I don't feel terrible because this week and last week, it could have went either way. Mm-hmm. The Lions got their doors blown off okay. by the Ravens, okay. and they haven't proven anything to say, hey, they can go deep into a playoffs. It's like now all of a sudden people are looking at the Ravens going, hey, they could be a Super Bowl team. Yes, they could be. <laughs> yes, they could be. Lamar Jackson, MVP. Yes, 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 absolutely. It's like if you said, all right, why don't you do uh, your picks again? So what are we, seven games into the season? If you said I could redo my picks, I would take Philadelphia and I would take uh, the Baltimore Ravens if I was going to redo. But Kansas City might be the, the surest thing here. And maybe it's just we want to be counter to everything. You know, we're looking for the new story here. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson hasn't been good in the playoffs. Now coming back, new contract, new offensive coordinator, got some weapons here. Throw in OBJ if you want to. And and there's a there's a storyline that we fall in love with. Man, that Kansas City Chiefs team still. Like it's a guarantee. You you got Mahomes and Kelsey. You start with that and nobody has that. There are other receivers who might be better than Kelsey. But when there's a game on the line, there's a big game. I'll take Kelsey over everybody. I just will. You know, is he better than Justin Jefferson or Stefan Diggs or Devontae Adams? Probably not. But if you said big game and I got him with his quarterback, it's no-brainer. There's, there's no argument. Yes, Mark. The fact that you're putting him in the same category as great wide receivers just shows you how great he is at his position, where he's probably the best tight end in the league bar none. There's, other, there's a couple other really good tight ends, sure. but you're putting up up there with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson who are big-time wide receivers. They are, but what is the end result? What is the goal? To get open and score touchdowns, to get catches. Uh, when you get targets, you make catches. I don't care if you're a receiver or tight end. The value of what do you do when you get the ball? Travis Kelsey makes things happen. Yes, Mark? Oh, I was just saying the, like the, the amount of love that you're showing him right here is like that's big time because... But what's the difference between Kelsey and those other receivers? Other money. Than they, yeah, <laughs> and Taylor Swift. But, you know, it's the ability to be able to make a bigger play, a longer play. They're more athletic. But if you said you could have... I'll give you that choice. You can have any of those receivers, but you have to take them with their quarterback. Right? There, there's there's no discussion. Uh, you can have Josh Allen with Stephon Diggs. I'll take Mahomes with Kelsey. Absolutely. All day. Yeah, Paulie. I think this is one of the cases where the partnership is the yes. great part of it. It's like, I, I don't know that Jerry Rice is the physically the most talented receiver of all time, but his partnership with Montana and the head coach Bill Walsh yeah. became the greatest wide receiver of all time. And, you know, that's not a knock on Jerry Rice. He went to the right place and maxed it out as much as anybody can max it out. All right, we'll uh, settle on our poll question. Phone calls are always welcome. I like Fritzy goes, hey, how about this? Kirk Cousins question mark. I like that. Still no for me. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> I think you like that. I do. You're leaning towards you like that. But do you love that? No. Don't okay, There you go. No. No. I, I can give you the keys to the car. 
but you know how fast we drive in. You're leasing, not buying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lease, not buy. <laughs> Brought to you by Mercedes. See, that's gold. Yeah. All right, let me take a break. Uh, getting way ahead of ourselves here. So, uh, 877-3DP-SHOW and uh, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Once again, moonshine is available. No excuses for not getting it. Just go to danpatrick.com and you'll see it says click here to buy the tailgate moonshine and you'll have it ready. It'll be ready to go when you go out for your next tailgate. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Marcus Spears, ESPN analyst, former defensive end, and you can see him on NFL Live every afternoon, weekdays, 4 Eastern, with uh, Mina Kimes, Laura Rutledge, Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Clark. Also, you can catch him on Monday Night Countdown as well. He joins us on the program. Great to see you again, Swagoo. If I didn't watch the game last night, how would you describe it? How would you sum it up? Uh, masterful f- performance from Kirk Cousins in this offense and a masterful masterful performance from Brian Flores, the defensive coordinator for Minnesota. Um, 
listen, man, I'm not going to um, dismiss the fact that Debo Samuel and Trent Williams didn't play. That's a big deal for that team and what they like to do. But we know what this league is, and you got to overcome that sometimes. I, I give Minnesota all the credit in the world. This was a two and five football team coming into this game. Um, last night on Monday Night Countdown, every one of us picked the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm sure most of America did as well, if you wasn't a Viking fan. But I think what they did last night um, should boost this team. But more importantly, walking away from the performance that Kirk Cousins put together against a defense that we all respect and have a lot of um, a lot of admiration for uh, was what would probably be the story of the game uh, for me. But also, you can say the Niners didn't have Debo or Trent Williams, but the Vikings didn't have the best receiver in the game in Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Absolutely. So, it looked like they did, though, <laughs> with Jordan Addison. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you have more concern for the Niners or more hope for the Vikings? Probably probably more. I, I would walk away from that game more hope for the Vikings. Um, now, look, they dug themselves a big hole, but they, they, made, a, they made a good move to try to get out of it. Uh, with that win last night, I'm not worried about the 49ers, man. Um, it's too large of a sample size of of Kyle Shanahan. It's too large of a sample size of when all of these guys are healthy now, which is a big deal now, DP. Like we know injuries happen in this league, and they got to figure out a way to overcome it when Debo is not available. Um, who I think changes that entire offense. We could talk about Brandon Ayuk being. The number one wide receiver, we could talk about Christian McCaffrey and how great he is for sure. Debo Samuel is the guy that changes the picture for that offense with what he does after the catch. So missing him, you miss a big part. See, here's the difference. You not only miss a player when it comes to Debo Samuel, you miss a scheme. You miss the way you're able to call plays, which is a completely different thing than when we're just talking about a really good player being out of the game. Like Justin Jefferson, to your point, with the Minnesota Vikings. But um, I, I think the Minnesota Vikings, one, needed that win. But more importantly, they needed a win against a really good team to say, look, man, we still we still can pull that out of ourselves when need be. I'm trying to figure out who I know is real. Like after six, seven <laughs> games, I – like, are the Eagles okay? You, you got a, a solid feeling about them. The Chiefs, yeah. do you have a solid feeling? Like, how many teams do you go, I know exactly who you are? DP, I think if we had to hang our head on, on two people or teams in this league, it's Kansas City and Philly. Okay. Right? Like, the most consistent thing in the NFL is Patrick Mahomes, um, regardless of whatever. It could be absolute chaos around the rest of this league. He's going to be he's going to be that one thing in the NFL that you drop into any game on Sunday and you feel like his team can win no matter what the circumstances are because of who he is. And Philly with their the way that they play football as long as look and and this is a big as long as as of right now the turnovers are a problem in Philly right now. But they are so talented and so able to play the game the way they want to. Um, that they can overcome that, unlike many other teams. I mean, sure, we saw San Francisco last night turn the ball over three times, and they couldn't overcome it. Yeah. Philly turns it over, and they overcome it. I mean, that's a six and one football team, and obviously, you point to the loss against the Jets, which is a which is a bad loss for them. But ultimately, they still had a chance to win that game with three turnovers in that game as well. So Philly and Kansas City right now, and, and DP, I don't know why the hell, okay. We, we always – Kansas City is going to be good. <laughs> they are going to be in the playoffs. They are the more the most sure thing in the NFL, regardless of how we get into how they look in certain games or the offense is not clicking or it's new wide receivers. we got to see if they're going to come along. The Kansas City Chiefs are the surest thing in the NFL, and obviously it's because of Pat, but it's also Travis Kelsey. It's also Andy Reid and that staff. And, oh, by the way, this year they got a top five defense in the NFL. Talking to Marcus Spears of the Mothership, former NFL defensive end. What would you do against the uh, brotherly shove, the tush push as a defensive player? And what do you think about that play? 
I don't have a problem with the play at all, DP. I think this league is about finding an advantage, about finding something you can do that nobody can stop. Because I know if there's a defensive call that you can make that is going to guarantee a sack every time you call it, teams will be calling it every year, every game, every second. Um, so that's how I feel about the idea of the brotherly shove. Now, DP, let's get into some old school football. You remember when I was on set with you at the Super Bowl in Arizona and I put my hands on y'all and almost threw y'all over that balcony? Yeah. Um, I think what you have to do um, is not what's allowed in this league anymore. You 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 got to try to make these offensive linemen hate having to do the touch push. And that means getting under them. That means taking knees out. Um, not not injury, but when we used to play goal line, when I was in the league, we would try to make the offensive lineman flat for our linebackers to be able to come over the top. And when I say taking knees out, I don't want people to get it misconstrued. I ain't trying to tear no ACLs or nothing like that. You are literally trying to cut the offensive lineman so all of your guys on the second level can come over the top and it becomes a one-on-one tackle with the quarterback. The issue that people have with the Philadelphia Eagles is Jalen Hurts is as strong as all of his offensive linemen. So that's why it's so successful there. Um, but I don't I don't think I don't think there should even be a conversation about taking it out of the game. It's an advantage that the Philadelphia Eagles have found and they should use it until it don't work anymore. Yeah, I'm not concerned about Jalen Hurts getting hurt. I'm I'm concerned about those offensive and defensive linemen. If you want to take it out of the game for safety, and yeah. Kel- Kelsey's even talked about this. Like it, it's brutal on these offensive linemen, and I Absolutely. wonder if they can use it kind of under that. Uh, I don't know that curtain of hey, these guys could get hurt, and it's all about safety. But if you have an advantage. And they they run that. How many? What were the numbers, Paulie? On the Eagles using it like seventy five times. They they out of seventy seven tries, they only didn't get it three times, and that was on third down. And they got it on a subsequent fourth down. Yeah, and nobody's even they like ninety three percent. Yeah, thing right now. Yeah, yeah. Nobody. Had, I I don't have a problem with it. It's their advantage. If anybody yeah. else is going to be able to do it, uh, then go ahead and do it. If I said you could have Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill. That's a, that's probably one of the greatest questions I've ever gotten, DP. Uh, I would probably have to go Tyreek. Dang it, and that's hard. Um, I just think he influences what you have to do defensively more than anybody in the NFL. Um, and he has the one thing that regardless of um, ability that you can't really defend, and that's speed. His speed is different than everybody else's. And I think when you have, I'm not even talking about the playmaking ability. If you ask me, as far as these two guys making plays, I would probably take Kelsey because Kelsey is with, and he's also with Mahomes, but he, the critical downs is what I think Travis Kelsey is, is the guy that you would want. And most of the time you're in those situations in big games, but as far as taking one of those guys to start with is Tyreek because his speed is going to force a lot of people to do things that they don't want to do. And it's interesting when I watch the Chiefs, I know the ball is going to Kelsey. The defense (laughs) knows the ball is going to Kelsey. He had 11 targets in the first half. I mean, it's not a surprise like, hey, who's 87? It's you got to stop Mahomes and you got to stop number 87. Even when you know, that's when you know it's like basketball. When you got a guy who goes, I'm going to score on you, and you can't do anything about can't it. do anything about it. And I'm going to tell yeah, you what but, I'm going to do, and you can't do anything about it. But, DP, this is what I hear from, like, when we've been on the road with uh, some teams and defensive guys. What I hear from them is it's all improv with them dudes. Like, you could study a thing on film, right? Like, I played with Jason Witten, who I think is one of the greatest tight ends to ever play. But Jason Witten was going to run an option route and he was going to run a scene. And those were the two routes that you had to try to stop. Now, a lot of people were very unsuccessful at it, but those were the thing. Man, if you look at some route combinations, like we we have this little thing that will show you the route combinations and what a guy did on a particular route. Travis Kelsey looked like he's zigzagging. 
sometimes. He just find an open area. Him and Pat are so in sync with, with each other. To your point, like basketball, where it's like it's like Malone and Stockton, right? It's like, look, man, we're gonna run this pick and roll, and there's <laughs> nothing you can do about it. Cause you don't know what you don't know if I'm gonna pull up and shoot. If you try to double team call, if you jump me and jump the jump the screen, I'm gonna drop it off to him. And oh, by the way, we got these complimentary pieces out here that I could kick out for a three-pointer with, with Rice and with Miko. I love the fact that they got Miko back, too. Um, his understanding, it changes a lot. But Travis Kelsey and, and, and Pat Mahomes, they improv football week in and week out, and there's no defense for that. Are you a Laker fan? I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a Pelicans fan. Oh, I'm a New Orleans Pelicans fan, but I'm a LeBron fan. Have you met LeBron? Nope. No, he shouted me out on Twitter one time. It felt really good. Um, he talked about he uh, he liked when I'm on TV. <laughs> um, but I haven't met him in person. He actually, his his youngest daughter, Zuri, just started playing volleyball. And, you know, my daughter is the number one player in the country in volleyball. And I commented on his uh, post when Zuri was playing volleyball. I said, welcome, brother. Because, like, if, DP, if you go to these volleyball tournaments, it's nothing but NBA and NFL players <laughs> watching their daughters. It's like a it's like the it's like a home. It's like a home, a therapy home for former <laughs> pro athletes. <laughs> I used to see Tim Duncan, uh, Tyson Chandler. I used to see everybody. Um, but uh, I come in and he was like, yeah, man, congratulations to your daughter. She a beast. And um, <laughs> my daughter saw it, and she was like, "Dad, LeBron know me. I don't need. I don't care about nothing else. <laughs> so I can't tell her nothing." <laughs> are basketball players tough? Yeah, I think they are because I played. Compared compared to football players, um, I think it's a different kind of tough, right? You got to think too, though. A lot of these guys play football, like. You're, you you know this generation of, like, this generation of NBA guys now are sports-specific, right? But if you go back to LeBron era and all those guys before that, we all were multiple-sport guys, bro. What like, do you we think, all played. What do you think Michael Jordan would have been like as a football player? Uh, he would have had to play wide receiver, um, and I think he would have been really good. Athletic, long, fast, um, strong. Would he have been Randy Moss? No. <laughs> no, no, nobody. Nobody's Randy Moss. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Could he have been the most talented? What? Not the best, but the most talented receiver to ever play. MJ? No, no, Randy Moss. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I think so. Here is my thing, BP. To Randy, Jerry Rice, and Calvin Johnson. To me. And I put Jerry in there. I don't think Jerry was like a, a sick athlete. No. I thought Jerry was just a phenomenal technician at what he did and understood how to play the position probably better than anybody ever. But those other three that I just named, those are the elite athletes mixed with the ability to play receiver at a very high level to me. That's different than anybody else. I think Justin Jefferson is trending in that direction. Mm. It's going to take a long time to get there. I think he's one of those guys that, that could potentially be in that conversation. But when it comes to Randy, when it comes to uh, T.O., and when it comes to Calvin Johnson, I think those are the guys athletically and wide receiver-wise that are different than anybody else. Yeah, And Fitz in there, too. Larry Fitzgerald is somewhere in there. We don't mention him, I think, because it wasn't, like, super flashy like a lot of these guys. But if you go over Fitz's career – Big physical hands were as sure as tax day, right? Like so, it's a it's a few guys, but them three for me with the athleticism and the and the position are are different than everybody else. Good to visit with you again. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate your time. As always, my brother. I still haven't got one of them trinkets off your desk. So can somebody get and on there, please? And you are welcome to come down for a meet Friday. All right. Any Let's Friday, any Friday, you tell me when you're coming down. You tell me what you want to eat. I'll fire up the Traegers. And don't yes, bring sir. Orlovsky. I'm not going to bring Orlovsky because we're going to have seasoning on the food. And the other thing is, DP, the great thing about Meat Friday, 
on the Traeger is I can cook with you, bro, because you know I know what I'm doing on there. You can do it. All right, fellas. How about we have a As sleepover? Always, we'll have a sleepover, and then we do Meet Friday. <laughs> I'm with it. Let's record. Let's 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 film it. Let's okay. film it. Okay. All right. All right. Get Thank a big ass sleeping bag for me though, DP. Okay. I need a big sleeping bag. <laughs> also, also three uh, sleeping bags together to put you in there. Thank you, man. All right, my brother. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Two games tonight in the NBA. Lakers at the Nuggets. Lakers getting five. Suns getting one against the Warriors. Golden State. And it looks like Bradley Beal will not be playing in that debut. We have to wait till tomorrow night for Victor Wambayama playing against the Mavs. The Joker is the favorite to win the MVP, followed by Luka, then Giannis, Joel Embiid, and Jason Tatum. Our good buddy, Robert Ory, Lakers Spectrum Sports commentator, seven-time NBA champ. He's known as Big Shot Bob, and he joins us courtesy of Bet Online. You can check out Bet Online for updated NBA title conference division and awards, etc. Updated win totals and player stats. Robert, good to talk to you again. When's the last time you shot a jumper? Uh, yesterday. <laughs> How's it looking? Yes. 
It's still looking good. Don't ask me to go up and down the court, though. Shooting, standing <laughs> still is, is, is simple, but going up and down the court is a different thing. <laughs> all right. If I said Steph Curry, greatest shooter of all time, the second greatest shooter of all time is? Probably Clay. <laughs> I really? think Clay. Yes. I think Clay is, you know, Steph might be 100 and Clay is like 99.9. I don't think people realize how great of a shooter Clay Thompson is. Okay. I didn't know they were that close, though. One is, that, uh, you know, catch and shoot where Steph yeah. Steph can create his shot. Yeah. You know, for me, it's just being a pure shooter. We're not talking about, you know, going off the dribble. I'm just start, like, just standing there and shooting. I think Clay is one of the best shooters ever. You know, you ask me tomorrow, I'll say me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say that you, okay, game on the line. Game on oh, the line. Yeah. Game on the line, I'm coming to me, man. Yeah. No no question about that. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people would agree. Uh, let me – I don't know if you've seen Victor Wambayama play in person, uh, but I'm curious how Greg Popovich will use him in his rookie year. I think Greg is going to let him do whatever he wants to do because it, it, I'm not even just looking at his play. His ability to see the game and think the game is like a 10-year vet. And that's what has impressed me the most. You know, his size, of course, he can put it on the floor. He can dunk from anywhere. But his ability to think the game and anticipate things is on a whole nother level. Yeah, I'm wondering. He's already gone through this with the Admiral, and he went through this with Tim Duncan. And I'm wondering if he brings him along slowly. I don't know if the Spurs are a playoff team. <laughs> but, you know, do you just ease him in? Do you have a minutes restriction on him, or you just let him go full full uh, speed ahead? I think you just throw him in the deep end and okay. let let what happen happens because that's the best way to learn. You think about all the greats who played this game; they started out rookies playing almost seventy games a, a season. They learn by fire, and I think that's best for him. I know everybody thinks Pop is the one that started this thing of resting players, yeah. but this guy is young. I know he played a lot of minutes overseas, but hey. He can play, you know, make sure he tells the trainer, staff, and Pop how his body's feeling so he doesn't get injured because, you know, as rookies, we think we can play every, all 82, but sometimes the body says no, no, no. But also, I'm, I'm watching, he's going to lead the league in block shots. He's, he's <laughs> No doubt. <laughs> he, can cut, he can be a rim protector, and he can also protect the three-point line by taking one step. Is there, <laughs> what's it like to play against somebody who's that tall? Man, I remember playing against Manute Bowl and Mark Eaton. Those guys are just, you know, tall. And, and, and it, what you have to do is just go to the other side of the floor and hope whoever's on <laughs> that side of the floor can knock down shots. Or so you screen them, push them under the basket, do little things to try to negate their length and get them out of the way. Because, you know, there's one thing we always say, you can't teach size. And his size is above and beyond anybody's I've ever seen that's that, that athletic. Who has the most pressure player-wise on them this year? I I think, you know, on, on the low, low is Jokic. Because if you think every year they think he should win the MVP, they're the defending champs. Uh, I think he's going to have the most pressure. But I think out of all the players, he's going to one that's going to be like, mm, I don't really care about this pressure. I'm just going <laughs> to go out and play. You know, I think him in the close second is probably Tatum because, the, you know, Boston has been right there on the cusp of getting to the finals and winning the finals. That I think he's going to have a lot of pressure on him also. Do you think that if – Dame didn't go to Milwaukee that Giannis would have signed that extension? No. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think so. I, I think, you know, he from listening to his conversations, he wants to win. And the thing that I love most about he doesn't care where he is. He just wants to win. He's not trying to be friends with players in the NBA like a lot of these guys are from playing AAU ball and growing up. He just wants to go out and compete hard and bring home a championship. Can Lillard be a second option? I, you know what? It's, people always say second, first. I don't think it's a first or second option when it comes to that, too. I think whoever's hot that night, who has the better opportunity to score offensively because it's all about matchups. And I think with those guys, whoever has the better matchup would take over that night. Okay, but Kobe and Shaq, was was that dependent on the matchup that they had? That's a different beast. You're talking about Shaq here now. <laughs> Shaq had to advantage each and every <laughs> night, man. There's nobody out there who stop Shaq. So I, I think with that, it's just Shaq had the advantage every night, and Kobe just played off him very well. Uh, you know, if you watch the way Kobe played with Shaq, it was totally different when he played with, you know, Powell and and, and those type of guys. So it's, it, I think Kobe was so smart that he could figure it out and adjust his game to whatever who was on the court with him. What's it like to run into Shaq? <laughs> I didn't like running to him in practice at, at, 
at all. You know, he's such a big guy. You didn't take so a charge on Shaq ever, did you? No, man, I'm smart. <laughs> I got out of the way. You know, you it's certain things. You know, you you don't you do not do as take a charge from Shaq, take a charge from Mailman. It's certain guys you just get out of the way and just say, "Oh, coach, I missed that assignment." What'd you think? Shaq uh, had a comment about you being in the Hall of Fame. Uh, how about that uh, tweet that he sent out? You know, um, Rudy T, Shaq, Kobe, all these guys have said it before. And uh, it, for me, I'm just going to, you know, sit back and let what be what will be because I'm not going to get in this debate because, you know, with all these people on Instagram, Twitter, whatever it may be, they want to comment and say, I don't. If I don't, I don't. If I do, I do. It's up to whoever the powers be. So I'm just going to sit back and wait. But thank you, Shaq. I love you. That's my brother. <laughs> Why don't you just take a picture of all your rings and, and put it, I, it and just put it out there on social media? I've had so many people that want me to do the picture like Bill and Mike to do it. But I just it's, that's just not who I am. Oh, okay. I'm not going to flaunt it out there. But every now and then when someone talks trash, I have it as my screensaver when I do, <laughs> when I do something like this. <laughs> but if you did it and you just said, look, if I don't make it to the Hall of Fame, I've been rewarded because I have these, and these are more important because of all the great teams I played on. Then you're not bragging. You're just letting people know, hey, yes. I had an unbelievable career. And, you know, if I don't make the Hall of Fame, I've got this. And, yeah. and this you know, is more important. When I did Special Forces, they asked me that question, how do I feel about not being in the Hall of Fame? I said, I, I can give you a line like Alabama's player of the year, Alabama academic player of the year, all FC, all defense. You know, if you when you talk about Hall of Fame career, it's not just what you do in the NBA. It's a basketball Hall of Fame. If it was about the NBA, we would have the NBA Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And if you look at what I've done from the start, high school, until now, there's no question I should be in it. And there's a lot of guys that should be in it. And I'm not just, just talking about myself because it's the basketball Hall of Fame. It's what you've done over your career. And I think people forget that sometimes. Why don't you have the jersey behind you hanging on the wall? I, I I haven't, Gary Carter, you know, I love Gary Carter. I love the Mets. I just haven't had a perfect place to put it. I want to put it in my game room. This is my office. Yeah, but the last I time I talked to you, you still <laughs> had it on the floor, Robert. I know because it's not my game room. I hate to say this. My game room, I came home one day and my wife had put all my uh, jerseys, all my championship jerseys up. So it took up the Gary Carter space. <laughs> I had, what I had in mind to do, she didn't do it. She did what she wanted to do. So I just haven't taken down. I want to, you know. I like that you have enough jerseys <laughs> that there's no room for Gary Carter's jersey. That's what you take a picture of. These are my championship jerseys. We're talking to Robert Ory, the uh, Lakers Spectrum sports analyst, and uh, he joins us on behalf of Bet Online. What do you want to tell us about Bet Online? I think Bet Online is the ultimate place to go to do all your betting. You know, there's so many other people out there, but I think Bet Online gives you the best odds. They give you good payouts. And plus, I've been dealing with Bet Online like years and years and years. So I, I trust them and you need to check them out. And plus, they give you great odds. You think about Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks, they have four to one odds to win the championship. But the one I like best, and mm -hmm. I think the one everybody should bet on, is Jokic winning the MVP. That's nine to two. And I think he's going to win the MVP because I think, you know, I hate to say this because I want my Lakers to win. I think they're the team to beat and they have the greatest chance to win the championship. Is James Harden worth trading for if you're the Clippers? I think if I'm a GM and an owner, I want to have a meeting with James and see where his head is. I say, listen, this is, we're going to try to make this your last stop. We ain't doing all this back and forth with negotiating and we're going to have a clause in here. If you act up, we get to negate your contract or whatever it may be mm. and go on a different route. But I think James still has a lot left. You know, you think about it, if you put him on a team, let's say like, you know, OKC. You know, OKC is a young team, but you got a vet and he can really teach Shea Gilders Alexander, who I love, to how, you know, to score and be, you know, that guy who can get to the free throw line, get those extra bucks from the free throw line. I think he'd be great. Oh, and send him to New York. New York, you know, play alongside Jalen Brunson. There's a lot of places I think he can fit. But if, if I had my choice, I'd make him stay right where he is because when you have a big like Embiid and him, a dynamic guard, they can do damage. I just – he was great during the regular season, Robert, and then yeah. all of a sudden he he decided he wanted to be the old James Harden. If I get 21 <laughs> and 11 from him, that uh -huh. is awesome. But yes. that's where I'd want to stay. But, you know, I guess he still wants to go to the Clippers – 
Um, help me understand the Lakers' supporting cast and where do they? Where do you see them as far as the rankings in the West? There, I know a lot of. It's the, let's just say this: the West is tough. Um, but it all. You know, let's be honest. It depends on AD's health and LeBron's health. You know, LeBron twenty-one seasons. AD has a history of problems of getting injured. But I think if you overall, you got Rui, you got AR, you got so many guys. And when Vendo gets healthy, he's that type of person that can guard anybody like a like a jaw, like a, a Murray. He can do that kind of length on him. So I think if you look at this roster and the additions they added with Prince, I think they got pretty much the same roster, but tweaked a little bit better. So, and plus, you know, the way Denver has been <laughs> talking bad about them all season and using them as a, you know, a, 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 a jukebox sort of playing off them, I think they have a lot of motivation this year to go out and try to win a chip. How does Chris Paul work out with Golden State? It makes them small, makes them fast. And, and but with Chris Paul, you know, he's such a, a great player. He's talented, smart. He knows the game like the back of his hand. He's going to make that team better. They're going to be little. <laughs> let's, let's not forget that. They're going to be little. But, hey, Chris Paul can give you so much, you know, intensity. And we always talk about Draymond Green, his nastiness. Let's not forget, Chris Paul brings a little nasty to the game, too. And I mean that in a good way, not in a bad way, in a good way. Who tried to intimidate you? <laughs> oh, my. Charles Barkley tried to intimidate me. Dennis Rodman tried to intimidate but, me. But how did they I, try to intimidate you? Well, I, this is one game. I remember we were running down the court and Charles elbows me right in the middle of the stomach, right in front of Dick Pavetta. And I look at Dick and Dick just shrugs. <laughs> and then I come back down and I just like hit him in the back of his neck. Say, hey, don't do that to me. You from Auburn too? And I hate people from Auburn. So, <laughs> you know, messed up now. <laughs> but yeah, you know, but back in the day, guys would do that. They were at the, that was that, you know, we always talk about that welcome to the NBA moment. Guys would test you to see where your heart was, see if you was going to come out and, you know, and step up to the plate and, and, and be that guy says, okay, you're going to hit me. I'm going to hit you back. And we're not going to, you know, go that route. So it, it, you don't do that anymore today. Guys are like I said, they're, they're more, you know, finesse type of guys instead of brutes. Did you ever get punched? No, never. I've never been punched. Never. <laughs> see, I thought Rodman was just a nuisance. I didn't, I didn't think he was dirty. I, I well, thought he, he was a very, very smart player. But, but he would do things like to push you. It wasn't dirty, like elbow. It was things to try to get you off your game and see if you were going to react. Because if you boxing all of a sudden, you hear, you know, pushing the back or pushing the side, it irritates you. So, but, you know, Rodman just, you know, he wants to, uh, this is what I want to say about Rodman. People don't understand about Rodman. If you go, you always talk about IQ, one of the smartest players ever to play this game. You think about it. He never missed a free throw when he needed to make one. And he always knew where the ball was going when it was shot. He can look at the trajectory of the ball and just run to a spot and nine times out of 10 it'll fall in his hand. He was such a smart player. If you could be coached by one of your coaches, your entire career, Phil, Rudy, Pop. This is going to go on a separate side. I'm going to have to pick Rudy T. Because <laughs> Rudy T ran plays from the mother two <laughs> never ran a play for me. <laughs> That's fair enough. I need, hey, I want some plays back for me. <laughs> so what, I'm going Rudy T. What, and plus, he's the one that said I should be in the Hall of Fame. What, I got to go with Rudy what's T. What's it like to go down the floor knowing that the play is not going to – they're not calling the play for you? You know, it's, it's – it's, it's hard at times, especially when you're dealing with guys who deserve the ball. You know, you think about the people I play with, Shaq, Kobe. You can't say, oh, I should get a play before those two guys. <laughs> That's not true. And then you go with Tim, Manu, and Tony. Should you get a play before those three? No. But, you know, every now and then when you're hot, you be like, yo, man, you better give me the ball. I'm hot. But it's, it's just one of the things. You love playing the game. You love the win. You know, you go out and you try to win championships. And that's what we play this game for, to be winners and not go out and try to make a lot of money like a lot of guys like to say. But I went out to try to win games, you know, put myself in an elite group of calling themselves a champion. Will you hang up the Gary Carter jersey the next, by next, the next time? time next oh, time. You got up, you're going to put me on. I'm going to hang it up. Yes. Actually, I'm going to hang it up in that spot just yes. so when it hangs up so you yes. can actually see it. <laughs> Good to talk to you, Robert. Thank you. Have a great, great season. Great to talk to you, too. See you soon. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet 365 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way.